guys, welcome back to the That's Life podcast and also welcome back to myself because I've been gone for like five million, kajillion, billion weeks and this was kind of expected, um, crazy, crazy showtime, just just everything was just crazy and amazing and I'm gonna update you guys on everything um, but first for any newcomers that are new to the podcast, welcome! My name is Abby Murphy, I'm 20 years old, I go to Belmont, excuse me, I'm keeping that in, I like a good burp here and there, makes me real, adds a little bit of flavor, um, literally, um, actually this one didn't have flavor, okay, whatever, anyways, um, so, oh, my hat just hit the mic, <laughs> This is so frantic. I'm out of practice. I haven't done this in so long. I'm literally sitting in front of my mirror, like my setup. I I do my podcast on my desk and I'm sitting and my I have bruises all over my arms. Like the mirror is like on my desk. So I look at myself while I talk because I'm just self-centered like that, I guess. Um, but there's like bruises all over my arms. One, two, three, four, five, six, that's a big one, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve that I can count that I see right now on my arms. And that is 12 bruises from each cast member of The World Goes Round, which is what I've been spending the last five weeks of my life doing, which is why I haven't been putting out a podcast because this was the most intense rehearsal process I have ever been a part of and also the most rewarding and just reaffirms that the Lord has me where he has me for a reason because I absolutely loved every minute of it. Even when I was crying out of exhaustion, I still loved it. Um, and I want to do it for the rest of my life. So the show was awesome, but I'm excited to be back on the podcast. I really, really, really missed it. I'm happy to be back. Um, a little life update. I've been just sending out a bunch of auditions. Um, and the next couple weeks I'll be traveling to different, like, auditions or different callbacks or different things that I have um and I'm not really like supposed to talk about that really I don't really want to talk about those things yet just because like number one I don't want to you know get a get my hopes up but also I just don't think I'm allowed to but I'll fill you guys in if anything interesting happens um let's hope it does prayers for that if you need a prayer request prayer pray for my callbacks um if you don't know what a callback is, learn what a callback is. I'm just kidding. It's basically like getting asked to come in for an interview for a job. It's kind of the same thing, except you're it, like same thing status wise, I guess. Um, it's just you're one step closer. They saw you. They liked you. They want to have you come in and do more um, for an audition and see where you would fit in the show. So anyways, that's exciting. But today, wow. I guess I'm tired. I need to wake up. I'm not used to talking for 30 minutes on a microphone. Um, but today we're going to talk about, I didn't really know like the best title for this topic, but I think I'm going to title it Christian. Well, it's not even like a hot take. It's just like what's in the media today that I really want to talk about. Um, and not like gossip about it or like give my opinion on it because in all honesty, like my opinion doesn't really matter. I'm not really here to share my opinions. I'm here to share the truth. And so that's really all I can do is just share the truth and share what the word says about everything that's going on in the media, what uh, I believe as a Christian and in my faith and in my walk and, and with Christ 
how I feel about um, my how my faith is affected by these things in the media. I'm here to share my two cents, not not coming at this from a trying to persuade you kind of thing because I'm not really going to be picking a side. I'm just going to kind of like talk about things in the media because they're in the media and if all we hear is people who aren't Christians talking about these things, then that's what people are going to be hearing. And I don't want to come at this as even like a, well, let me fight the other side of the fight. I just want to share the truth of the word of what, what is the truth in this world? Um, and just spread some light on a situation that's very opinionated and situations that take up the news um, that that can be twisted and made really, really harshly. And uh, just lots of things that are in the media that we're all thinking about and all seeing on our screens and filling our minds and filling our hearts. And just kind of want to talk about it. Um, so, yeah. And just 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 speak some some life-giving verses into these things that are happening in our world today because it's crazy. Um, But before I get into that, I want to play a little game. So before we start getting really serious, I like to have fun. And oh my gosh, yawn number two. I am so tired for no reason. And I still have to practice piano after this. I've actually been doing really well in piano, but I haven't been able to practice this week because of The World Goes Round, which is a show, by the way. I don't even know if I told you guys that. The World Goes Round is a show that I'm in. Whatever. Anyways, now now you know. Um, but I'm going to play a little game to wake myself up. This game is called Christian Icks with Abby Murphy. Yay! So if you don't know what an ick is, basically, actually, I'm going to look up the Urban Dictionary definition of an ick. Um, but in my own words, an ick is like something that turns you off from someone in a relationship or even just like someone like that's in a friendship. Just like something someone else does that you're like, Ooh, I don't want to hang out with this person anymore or I'm, I'm turned off. Like just like a severe turn off. Um, Urban Dictionary says it's something someone does that is an instant turn off for you, making you instantly hate the idea of being with them romantically. The, the um, example is, did you see, insert name of crush, picking his nose? That is such an ick. Um, so the ick is as a noun, I guess, is the thing. An ick is a thing that is an ick. Yeah, I guess it'd be a noun. It's a thing. I don't know. Anyways, so I put out a poll on my Instagram, which, oh, by the way, I am officially going to get a new podcast Instagram because I caved, people. I caved. I got locked out of my old one and, well, I didn't get locked out, but I was dumb and I put the email for my podcast Instagram, my school email, and then the school email changed emails, but now I have a new email, like a professional email, so I'm going to use that and then it'll last forever. So this should be the third and final Instagram account for the That's Life pod. But I've just been missing posting my little pod, my pod content, my pod tent. Anyways, so here are some icks. I put out a little Instagram poll on my Instagram and just said like, what are some Christian icks? And here they are. 
Someone said, when people say God told me we can't be together to avoid confrontation, LOL. Ding! I've actually heard that a lot. And I actually believe the Lord can tell you things. Um, but if you're just saying that to avoid confrontation, I think that involves some introspection, introspective work. I don't know what the word is. Look within yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Next one. Singing at the wrong time or the wrong lyrics during worship. And then this person said, I do this so much. We're all a victim to it. And you know what? It's okay. Sing louder, sing prouder. I always mess up the words. And you know what? I'll do it again. And I'll continue to do it again. I actually do it when I'm leading worship. I mess up the words. And you know what? Jesus never gets the ick. Period. God told me I'm supposed to marry you. Again, it kind of the same with like God told me we can't be together. If it's just like a pickup line or like if you're just using, like if you don't genuinely feel that, I wouldn't say it because then it's not true. But if it is true, that's awesome. Just be careful because maybe just because he told you doesn't mean you need to share it. Because it might be a little scary to the other person. You don't know how they'll receive it. But if God is like, tell this person, respond to the call, baby. Tell that person. When you tell someone you have a headache and they want to pray instead of give you Advil. That is fair. That's fair. I'll give you that one. That one's fair. Um, you know, power of prayer is strong, people. Power of prayer is strong. But I'd, I believe God has allowed Advil on this earth to help us. Um... I think Advil is good. Um, I think nothing can replace prayer, but Advil is a blessing. After worship, when the pastor says, greet your neighbor. Interesting. I love greeting my neighbor. Maybe introvert. Maybe it's like an introvert thing. I don't know. I'm an extrovert, so I love it. I'm always like, yeah, I get to talk to people. Interesting. When people say, daddy, God. Yeah. Yeah. Getting engaged after four months. Ooh, that's a tough, that's a tough situation. I think for me, I wouldn't be able to get engaged after four months. Um, but for some people, if it works for you, it works for you. Um, that doesn't personally ache me out, but it aches out this person. Shallow sermons that don't make you think. True. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say like it's an ick, like, ugh, that just bothers me because I think different sermons fit with different people in where they are in their faith journey um and you never want to like set a standard of like oh if it doesn't meet this standard then it doesn't like count like if it doesn't make me think then it doesn't count because it could also like make someone else really turn their wheels and spin their their head but this is like a valid thing if it's I understand I definitely understand and like have been in that place before where I'm like oh I just wish I got more out of it like uh so I hear you um when churches have fog and haze machines that's actually fair I am a sucker for a good fog machine though I'm not gonna lie but it doesn't like take place of the spirit like it doesn't I'm not gonna choose a church because they have flashy lights and like fog um obviously I'm gonna choose where like the spirit leads me but I think there is like a healthy way of like churches choosing to use their money to like create an atmosphere 
I don't know. I do agree, though. I For me, the fog and the haze, like, is more of, like, a production kind of thing. Um, and I think there's a fine line between, like, making it a performance and creating an atmosphere. Uh, I think with mega churches, a lot of times there's, like, like a chance, like, I don't know. It's hard because I don't want to, like, bash on any church. I can understand from both sides. For me doesn't really affect me if I feel the spirit leading me to that church and they have a fog machine great if he if they're leading me to that church and they don't have a fog machine great um my church doesn't I don't think actually I don't know I've never noticed that's the thing I just don't notice I don't know when someone says brother or sister in Christ hmm interesting I've never heard that one as an ick my brother in Christ my sister in Christ I guess in like what context because I hear preachers say it and I'm like oh but I guess if it was just in like a normal conversation, maybe if I was like looking at Peter, my boyfriend, and I was like, oh, you're my brother in Christ. I might be like, wait, that kind of makes me feel weird. But it it is the truth. I mean, he's my brother in Christ. I don't know, but I'm not dating my brother. Anyways, when people use the word season in every sentence, dang, I'm a victim of this. I always say the word season. And you know what? I'll say it again. Thinking it's weird to raise your hands in worship. It's not. Agreed. I'm a hand raiser. I'm a jumper. I'm a wave my arms in the air like a bird worshiper. Not forgiving people when they ask for forgiveness. I agree. Let's just forgive and be happy. We have enough hate in this world. Like, like let's just, let's just not. Um, when Christian guys play guitar every chance they get so people know they can play guitar. That's fair. I don't really have anything to say about that. That's fair. I think it's great to share your talent. Um, But yeah, there's an aspect of like being humble. I don't know. Guys out there, now you know, I guess. Literally at the most random times and places. Oh yeah, that was like an addition onto the last one. Okay, anyways, that's enough of X. Now we're going to get into some more meaningful things that are happening in our world. That was just meant to be fun. Um, I'm a victim of all these eggs probably at some point or another. Um, but just some fun little banter back and forth. Like keeping up with the trends. Keeping up young and hip. Making making me relatable with all those teens out there. Anyways, but now we're going to get into the nitty gritty and talk about some serious things. So before we get into that, I really, really want to open up this conversation in prayer because I want this to be a God-ordained conversation between me and your earlobes. So bow your heads, close your eyes, keep your eyes open wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just set your heart to open up in prayer to the Lord with me, even if you've never prayed before, and just sit in silence and, and, and hear the words. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for the wisdom to speak on some of these topics that are happening in our world today. Please give me the right words to say, the true words to say, the words that you want me to say. Um, And I pray for the listener to receive this in whatever way they need to receive it. Um, Plain and simple, Lord. Plain and simple prayer. Um, I thank you for allowing me to be here and to have a platform to be able to share uh, this voice that you've given me in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. So I'm going to start out with the thing that kind of set all of this off. And that is the Grammys. I don't really want to talk about the Grammys too much, mostly because I don't really have much to say. I didn't watch them, but after hearing 
of what happened. The only reason I knew the Grammys even happened, honestly, was because my church was like, did you guys see the Grammys this week? Um, and which was followed by, it's so sad what they're putting out in the media. Um, I didn't really want to look it up. I saw like a TikTok of a couple pictures of Sam Smith's like performance um, where he was like the devil apparently. I don't know. I didn't have a desire to look it up. After I saw those pictures, I was like, he's obviously the devil and the backup dancers are obviously like demons of some sort or something. Um, it was a performance recreating hell, um, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the performance. I don't want to watch it. I, I don't want to watch it. Um, my mom watched it and she said it was disturbing. Um, and that's all I'll really say about that performance because I'm not here to bash on anyone. I'm not even, I, I still love Sam Smith. I love every dancer on that stage. I am a Christian who loves and loves hard. And I cannot agree with something that, that you put out into the world and still love you. I cannot agree with the choice you make and still love you. And I still love Sam Smith. Will I support him from now on if he continues with putting out content such as what he put out at the Grammys? No, I won't support him. But if he, if he, you know, somehow changes his tune or, or puts out different things or puts out different content or, you know, God, I mean, God will like, I hope he becomes saved and, and becomes a Christian, like we'll rejoice and, and, and just forget about the past and boom, like, you know, whatever. But with, with how it is right now, that's not an image where I can support someone like that. Um, nor do I really like, like, you know, I'm just going to move on after this podcast from it and never think about it again. But I think it's important to talk about that because this is like, what children watch this is what these shows are what my children are going to grow up watching I watched the Grammys when I was like eight and my eight-year-old daughter or son is gonna see that and by the time that I have a child who knows what will be out in the media and I'm thinking I'm scared (laughs) I'm really scared um this is no hate on any person. It's just hard to see with coming from a person with Christian morals and values. And I think it's safe to say that any person who sees any performance worshiping evil is going to be a little disturbed. Um, and I think that was the point, you know, I think that was the point they were, they were trying to make. And I, I think, you know, they got their point across. Um, but as a Christian, it's it's hard to watch something that goes against your beliefs and not be altered in some way. And so that's why I didn't even want to watch the video because what you fill your heart with is what you desire and what you crave. And I wouldn't go as far as to say if I watch this video, I will <laughs> worship Satan. But I will say that if I watch this video and I'm feel feeling convicted about not watching it, it's going to affect me in some way. If I watch this this performance, it's going to make me feel a certain way. And I don't know for how long. And I don't know how it will alter how I react with people or how I think or, you know. Um, and that's that's scary because when you're sitting watching the Grammys, 
you're just excited to watch people sing and dance and it can catch you off guard like that it's the same as like I would compare it to like scrolling on Instagram and I'm just scrolling through my feed and then something pops up and I'm like whoa I did not mean to see that um like for example I saw a video before I was just scrolling on TikTok and you know my normal TikToks are just like memes or whatever but I saw a TikTok of like this lady who took a video of these three men just like standing outside of her door um, and they were just standing there and I put my phone away and I got scared right before I went to bed because that's not comforting to feel as a woman before you go to bed and see a video of three men watching you. Like, like it altered me. It, it changed my habit of going to bed and made me scared. And I stayed up an extra 30 minutes because I was scared to fall asleep. It's the same way as watching, you know, a performance like this. And I think there's a difference in, in trying to tell a story through art and having like a hard part of a story. Like there's a difference between telling the Bible story and talking about Adam and Eve and the serpent. And there's a difference between that and having to, you know, talk about the serpent and then making the whole performance the serpent's performance. If Does that make sense? I hope this is reading. Like, I hope this is... Because one is, is further, furthering, furthering the gospel by telling the truth, good and bad. And one is is worshiping the bad. Um, I will continuously pray for for people who... I believe are better than what they're, they're putting out. Um, but it's also not my place to judge this man. And I'm not judging him. I'm, well, I'm going to be honest. I'm trying not to judge him. I'm human. I'm human. And I can't sit here and lie to you and say my instant reaction was like, what the heck? Like, that was my instant reaction. was like, oh my gosh, this is sickening. But then I had to stop myself and be like, these are habits as a human that I'm trying to break. I'm trying to break these habits of judgment. And I'm trying to break these habits of looking at people and thinking they're less than me. And looking at people and thinking they're wrong. When I see something like that. I'm trying to break that habit. I'm also trying to find the line between stating what is wrong to help help the fellow Christian community and spread the gospel to people who aren't Christians, but doing that in a loving way to where I don't tear down someone else. And I feel like that's so hard in the media today. And it's so hard to talk about the media today because we're scared we're going to hurt other people. And we don't, that's the last thing I want to do is hurt someone else in the process of trying to spread good. But I'm also trying to spread the truth. And I was telling someone today, like Christianity isn't trying to make people feel good. It's spreading the truth. And that's going to make people, some people feel bad. But if it comes from a loving place of, I want to share this with you because I want you to know the truth so that you can live in perfect bliss for the rest of your life with the creator. This is out of love of saying, I know the truth of eternity and I want you to be there. That's coming from a loving place. But if you come at it from like, I know what's right and I know this and let me tell you how it is because you're wrong. 
it takes away all the love out of it. No one's ever going to trust you in that. No one's ever going to listen to you in that. It's also just going to hurt your heart. Um, from like a selfish reason, it's just going to make you feel bad because, or make you feel overly confident. And that's the last thing I want to do. I'm going to move on from, from the Grammys, but I don't place judgment on anyone. I don't have the right to do that because I'm, my sins are just as equal as any sin someone else does. No matter what, God sees all sins as equal. So I can't say I'm better or worse than anybody else. We're all equal. We all sin, whatever. But it's in the media. People are stating their opinions. And I just want to share the truth that that is not what the Lord has for us to use our talents for. The Lord gives us gifts, God ordained gifts. And it's our choice whether we choose to glorify him with those gifts I'm not saying if you're a singer, you have to sing worship music. But I'm also saying if you're given the voice or the gift to be able to sing and you love singing pop songs, what are little Christian girls going to think when you're coming out with F-bombs every other line? You know what I mean? There's just, there's just something there about setting that example and glorifying the Lord even if you're not actively singing verses about God. Moving on. I started with the Grammys because three days later, these revivals break out all over college campuses. The revivals started in at Asbury University. I think this is amazing. If there is a trend to go around, this is the trend. I don't care, like... If it is a trend, I would honestly say everyone agrees that it is a trend. But like, this is a good trend to be having. Even if, if like these college campuses are doing these huge long worship sessions because other college campuses are, they're, that's the point. That's the point. I just wish there was a different label for it because... To me, it's making it seem like a revival is like a one-time thing. Um, and if you don't go, you're not revived. But revival is, is a continuous thing. Revival is renewal. Revival is the Lord renewing you constantly and you allowing him in. Um, revival, the definition of revival is an improvement in the condition of of strength of something but in biblical terms revival is a renewal or an awakening and renewal is 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 continuous we're constantly being made like we're constantly like the song we're constantly being made new wine like make new wine out of me whatever that song is it's 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 a continuous thing it's not a a one-time thing and i think that's the point of saying revival because it's continuous worship like it's not stopping But when this worship stops, that doesn't mean the revival stops. That doesn't mean we have to stop doing these worship things. That also doesn't mean that if you don't go to one of these revivals, you aren't being renewed. I was falling into the trap of, am I going to this? Because Belmont had, uh, you know, a worship night. Um, And I was falling into the trap of feeling guilty because I wasn't going. Um, And... 
I kind of just sat there and I was like, well, if this was just a regular worship night, I wouldn't feel bad. So why do I feel bad now? Because it's trending. And I would be going out of, of, well, because everyone else is doing it. And again, I think that's, honestly, I think it's great. Because even if you're going because everyone else is going, you're going. You're responding to the call. Even if you're there to get an Instagram picture, you're still surrounded by the spirit of the Lord. Like, I, it makes me sad when I hear people say, oh, well, people are just going because it's trending or people are just going because their friends are going or people are just going because everyone else is going. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. Get as many people as you can because it's it's building up. Not to publicize it and make it like a social media trend, but to say people in the Bible gathered to see Jesus's miracles because they heard him doing miracles and they wanted to see what all the hype was about. That's how Jesus spread his message. Do you think everyone in those crowds of people were genuinely there because they wanted to worship Jesus? No, they were there because they they wanted to see what he was going to do. And that's exactly what's happening with these revivals. People are gathering because they want to see what Jesus is going to do. And it's awesome. The last thing we should do as Christians is to try to find a way where we can turn this trend in, into a negative thing because we have we have to find a way to blah, I don't even know. That's the last thing we want to do. The last thing we want to do is divide Christians from Christians. This revival is beautiful and it's amazing. And yes, every single person's opinion and every single per- person's feeling towards different feeling towards a revival is 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 valid and heard and holds value. But I also think you know, each person is different for a reason. And I haven't felt the need to go. But my friend who wants to go, awesome. But I have to be careful to not compare myself to her and belittle myself and think, "Oh, since she's going, I'm not going." And Uh, And then feel bad about myself. Because that's what the trap I was falling into. But I had to have a conversation with the Lord where I was like, Lord, are you... I genuinely was just like, are you still going to love me? And then I said that and I was like, of course he's still going to love me. Like, of course he is. He's a loving God. Like, just because I don't drive to Asbury doesn't mean I'm any less than any other Christian that goes. But if you feel led to go, go. And who cares, you know? I see TikTok comments, because my TikTok is just full of all these revival videos. I see TikTok comments of, um, you know, like, revival can be anywhere. Like, you don't have to travel, which is so true. So true. But it's also true that if you feel the need to travel, go. Like, if you have the time and you want to go, go. Who cares? Like, just go. Um, I think it's great. I think it's great. I don't feel the need to go to this revival. I also caught myself saying like, well, if you're not going, do you even care about Jesus? And I know that's not true. I know that's not true. Um, but that was the battle that I, that I had because I'm like, if Jesus was here walking as in human form on this earth, I would go. 
So why am I not going now? Um, but I just have to remind myself that he truly loves us where we're at and he'll meet us where we're at. And I'm still pursuing him. It's not like I'm just sitting in the comfortability of saying like, meh, you know, I'll just wait till he comes to me and blah, blah, blah. I'm actively pursuing him every day, but I don't have, if I don't feel led genuinely in my heart to go be there at this worship time, I can still do it from my home. The church is not a room, you know, the church is the people and I'm a part of the body of Christ and every part of the body serves a different purpose. Um, but I also think if you just want to go because other people are going, go, please go just see what it's like. Even if you're not a Christian, just see what it's like. I urge you just see what it's like. You have absolutely no idea what could happen. No idea. Um, Psalm chapter 80 verse 18 says, then we will not turn away from you. Revive us and we will call on your name. The Lord is reviving people. He is renewing people. Um, and that starts with you opening your heart to him. Um, he's calling after you. You just have to receive it and look at him and say, God, this life isn't my own. That's where revival really starts. That's where renewal really starts. Um, you can be revived and, and, and be part of this revival all on your own by just listening for him. Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse 14 says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. He'll renew us. We've just got to call on him. We've just got to respond. We've just got to listen. Um, if you're able to go to these awesome ongoing worship nights, go. But that's not the only way to be revived. It's not the only way to be renewed. I think I've said all I need to say about that. Um, there was something one of my friends posted, an article, and it was about the Grammys and about the revival. And I screenshotted it because I just, I thought it was so cool. Um, it was Susan True. I don't know. She posted it from some article or something. Uh, God kept pushing in my spirit to compare the dates between these two. And wow, February 5th, 2023, it says the Hollywood Grammys performance in quotes, you'll worship me for five minutes in quotes. And it has a picture of the performance. And then um, it says three days later, like Jesus's resurrection was three days later. February 8th, 2023, God says in quotations, nope, I, the Lord Almighty, the King of all kings has the final say in quotations and an outpouring of the Holy Spirit hits Asbury and spread the nation wide. And it is still going 11 days with no end in sight. Something about three days always makes things change. Um, I think this is beautiful. I think it's a beautiful representation of the powerful, mighty, almighty spirit of God. I also think it's important to say, see how influential what we put out into the world really is. Um, media is media. It's, it's going to be there. So you can choose to either glorify God with it or not. Um, but God will have the final say. Now touching on the last thing I want to touch about, which is Joshua Bassett. <laughs> Every girl loves to talk about Joshua Bassett. Um, I was never really like a huge fan. I mean, I like the show he's in and 
whatever, you might not even know who Joshua Bassett is. He's a singer. He's an actor. Girls love him. Guys love him. Whatever. Um, there's a lot of controversy about him coming out as a Christian. Kind of the same as like Justin Bieber. Everyone knows Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's a Christian. I'm like, let the guy live. He's finally living. And I don't really want to put too much of my input on his journey because that's not my place, nor does anyone really need to hear my input on Joshua Bassett becoming a Christian. You all know I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. There doesn't really need to be talk. We just got to like let the kid live his life and be a normal human being and whatever. He's using his platform to spread the truth. But there was one comment that made me want to touch on this. Um, And it was another TikTok video. And the comment said, I don't believe it. It like it literally just happened overnight. Like there's no way that's real. But I'm like, that's the point. It literally just happens overnight. There may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. Like it's a it's a switch, people. Like what you're seeing people in the industry go through happens so suddenly because that's the power of God. Like there's no other almighty force that can just force such a permanent change. And, and he's glowing. Like there's just such a different spirit about him because he knows the truth. Like he knows where he's going. He knows why he's on this earth. Like he's found his purpose. It's literally just a switch. It's just that one switch. Um, and so when I saw that comment that it was like, it literally just flips. Like he's a completely different personnel. I just want to come on here and say, yes, that is the point. That is what that's what it is. And, and everyone's different looks, everyone's journey looks different. And you know, it might not flip like that for you, but the power of God is unstoppable and there's no limits. Um, you are born again. You are made new when you accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and savior in your life. I encourage you to just go look at some of the videos of Joshua Bassett and uh, him speaking on becoming a Christian. It's really beautiful what is happening in this man's life and he is glorifying God in ways that we need so bad in the industry um and it's just beautiful what he's doing so I encourage you to go just just give him some love because there are tons of people making videos saying like we want him back and blah 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 and blah blah blah, blah. um and again I don't want to start like a fight but I also know you know we got to cheer on our brother in Christ. Sorry to ick people out for whoever that icks out, but we've got, he's, he's part of the body now. He's part of the body of Christ. Um, with that, I'm going to close on a little lighter topic. Cause I don't just want to give you all these bombs and then leave you on that. Um, I wanted to insert some of my personal hot takes that are 100% true and no one else can, um, no one else can disagree with me because I'm the only one speaking on this podcast. So my first hot take is that frozen Pop-Tarts are superior. You have to listen to me when I say get the blueberry, get the blueberry flavored Pop-Tarts, put them in the freezer. They are so good. Or the strawberry, like a fruity, a a fruity. I'll say a warm, like chocolatey or cinnamon streusel is better, but a fruity frozen Pop-Tart is superior to all Pop-Tarts. The next one, Long distance runs are better than short distance runs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the sprinters out there. I'm just spitting facts, people. Like, 
I just got to say the truth. Like, that's pretty much all there is to say. A slow, long run just at an easy pace, wind blowing through your hair. So much better. Summer is the best season. I'm sorry. It is. I love being hot and sweaty and sticky. It's just, it's amazing. You can jump in the pool whenever you wear sweatshirt and shorts all the time. Like popsicles, ice cream, walking everywhere. It's great. It's amazing. The cake is better than the frosting on a cake. No need for an explanation for that one. The movie La La Land is mediocre. Listen, it's a great story. I'm a sucker for a happy ending, so whatever. But I get the point. Like, I get the point. The cinematography is awesome. Like, the filming and everything is great. It's It just didn't knock my socks off. I think that the songs are catchy. The acting is good. I, I didn't, I think it threw me that it was a contemporary sound, but the style of the songs are more Broadway or more like jazzy. And it was sung contemporary um, with a contemporary style. I don't know. That's probably just me being nitpicky, but I'm excited to see it come to Broadway. I hope it just becomes a little more Broadway sounding because it's such a, it, it, it's one of those movies that would be a classic if it was made like back in the olden days, it would just be a classic. Like it feels classic, but I think just the style didn't, the style of the songs didn't match up with like how they were written. Like I think the take on the movie was very contemporary, but it was written kind of old timey. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I think it's, I think it's good. I just don't think it's like amazing. Like I feel like everyone who talks about La La Land is like, oh my gosh, that's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm just like, yeah, it's good. Like it's good. I don't have anything bad to say, but I just don't think it's like amazing. I don't know. Whatever. I have high hopes for the Broadway musical though, because it's coming to Broadway, and I'm really excited about that because I think it's going to be awesome. I still think the Lorax should be a Broadway musical, but that's just me. Anyways, I've been talking for too long. Thank you guys for listening. Um, if anything I said on this podcast rubbed you the wrong way, feel free to reach out. My Instagram right now is abby.murphy underscore, but I'll be getting a podcast Instagram soon, and you guys will hear all, all about it. But um, yeah, I just I hope this touches you in some way. Um, if you want to share it, share it. Uh, I want nothing but love from this podcast. And I just want to talk about what everyone's minds are being filled with. Um, to spread some some truth of what I know I can spread in into the world. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys on the flippity flip. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.